is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Travel is one thing that people in retirement and those nearing retirement seem to always have on their agenda. They want to see things they've never seen, go places they've never been, and do things they've never done. Alaska is one of the places that seems to be on everyone's list. They have either been there and rave about it, or they're planning on going there and fulfilling a lifelong dream. Well, I think you should go. I did. It was a bit different, though. In 1968, I quit my job in Iowa, bought a small green tent and two sleeping bags, strapped a trunk on the back of a 2 plus 2 Mustang, and drove west and north. Our son was two years old, and our daughter was five months from being born. Our destination was undecided, but we knew it was going to be somewhere new. We had no job and very little money. Youth and hopes for a better life were our only assets. Alaska has to be your goal, said my Uncle Cy, who lived on a ranch in North Dakota. I can still him rave on. If I were a young man, you couldn't keep me from going to Alaska. It's a huge place. Lots of land, mountains, oceans, forests, tundra, open spaces. And best of all, there are hardly any people. Opportunity isn't all locked up. That's the future. It's the place for a young man. He said, you go out there and get on that road and don't you stop till that road ends. We did. The road was gravel. It was long, twisty, dusty, and exotic. We drove slowly. We camped along the road. We smelled gas one morning, only to discover a rock had been thrown up and through our gas tank. We raced on in search of one of those widely spaced gas stations. One just happened to be around a couple of curves. Good luck following bad. It was early morning. No one around. The dogs barked. A guy came out on the porch pulling suspenders up over his shoulders. When he heard of our problem, he turned instantly and headed back inside, saying over his shoulder, nothing that some thick salt and a little piece of grandma's underwear can't repair. Have you on the road in just a couple of minutes? And he did. We gave ourselves two years in Alaska, at the most, we agreed. Twenty years passed before we left. Oh, we left on trips, but our home was in Alaska. Our careers were in Alaska. Exciting, interesting, challenging, profitable. Smartest or luckiest thing I ever did, other than marry my wife. But I wanted to talk about you going to Alaska in retirement. You should just go. It isn't hard. Just go out, get in the car, and drive away. You will need a passport and maybe a birth certificate at the Canadian border today. Tuck a plastic credit card in your pocket and you're good to go. They've even straightened out the road for you today, and it's paved. 
It's paved except where they might be working on it. The gravel's all gone. The dust is gone. Gas stations and motels are ubiquitous. Campgrounds lie scattered along the road. Restaurants lie just around the bend. We have driven it many times by now. I've even ridden it four times on a motorcycle. It's the best ride. Few stoplights and light traffic. Beautiful mountains and forests. For our money, the drive is the very best way to visit Alaska. You just need a chunk of time, and that is where retirement comes in. Of course, you can fly or take a cruise out of Vancouver, B.C., and perhaps out of Seattle. Or you can come to Bellingham, just below our house, and board the Alaskan ferry, and sail up to Ketchikan, Sitka, Juneau, Skagway, and Haines. From there, you can drive on up to the Alaska mainland, raving about the beauty as you go. One time, we, our kids were 10 and 13 years old, we drove our Jeep to Whitehorse from Anchorage. Whitehorse is in the Yukon Territory. We parked it there. Then we rode our bikes down to Skagway and then ferried and biked down the inside passage to the San Juan Islands in Washington State. We slept on deck with our sleeping bags. Great trip. There's much to see in Alaska, and you can find that all in books or online through the Alaskan website. Flying into Alaska is easy as flying into Chicago, actually easier, or any other place in the U.S. Then you can take a taxi into town, stay at any one of the numerous hotels, rent a car, hop a train, or charter a bush plane for exploring the wilderness. You can drive to some beautiful places, go on short hikes. Within 50 miles of Anchorage, you could have enough hiking to last you a lifetime. In the same area are moose, bear, sheep, goats, and wolves. If the Chugash Mountains were in the Brooks Range, they'd be world famous. When to go? That depends on you. We still go every year to visit our son and his family. We usually go at the end of May or the middle of March, sometimes Christmas. March has always been my favorite month because it is the real Alaska. Lots of snow, cold and clear. Yet it's not so dark. The days are longer. There are few, if any, tourists and no bugs. It's a good time for skiing, hiking, good food and conversation late into the night. If Alaska is one of your dreams, you really should go. There is no time like the present. It is not far, and it is worth doing. Retirement brings a certain sense of urgency to lifelong dreams. It is, indeed, now or never. My uncle from North Dakota, he retired at 65 and moved to Alaska. He lost a leg to diabetes before he went. He moved there in a wheelchair, lived another 20 years, and loved every minute of it. He could look out his window and see an occasional moose, hear local stories of desperate adventures in the bush, or spin a tale or two himself. You would swear that he'd been right on the scene and you were hearing a first-person account. This is Retirement Talk. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.